With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. Well, another exciting week. Every week's exciting. There is so much news the last few weeks, it's not hard to come up with topics to discuss, to share with you. There are so many. It's a selective process. I have to pick something I think will excite you as well as excite me, interest you as well as interest me. Uh, I want to start tonight, though, by talking about the election results that are going on in this country today. Uh, The two big races were the governorship of Virginia and the governorship of New Jersey. The Democrats won both seats, decidedly. Which means, in my opinion, though some of you may disagree with with me, many of you may disagree, it was a rejection of Donald Trump. And I sense there's going to be more of a rejection come next year, too, with the congressional races. Be that as it may, uh, it is. It's a slap in the face to Donald Trump because he's done nothing. He's scaring the hell out of everybody. We're going to end up in a war. Now, let me get into some other interesting things. Uh, The shootings. The shootings in uh, Sutherland Springs, Texas. I say it's enough. When are we going to do something about this? 26 people going to church on a Sunday morning are killed. 20 are injured. Of the 26 killed, 13 or 14 were children. The ages of the dead people run from 18 months. Would you believe 18 months? An absolute disgrace. An 18-month-old baby in church was killed up to 77 years of age. Uh What's happening here, in effect, is Congress is allowing these killings to go on. Let's stop the bullshit. You know, it's not the time to talk. We've got to give it time to people. Somebody died. We've got to wait. This is all a bunch of crap. Excuse the way I put it. But that's the way it has to be said. What we are doing, this country has kowtowed, all right, to the NRA. Who represents the gun manufacturers in this country? And they don't care about people who are not into guns. They just care about selling guns. Do you notice everyone that goes out and shoots and kills a lot of people? They got a lot of guns in their cars and in their homes. Uh, It's wrong, totally wrong. And my friends, I have many friends who have guns, legally, concealed. They carry them, generally behind their belt loop and their backs, in the small of their backs. I don't know why they carry these guns. (laughs) They're not going to shoot anybody. I don't know if they even shoot these guns at a gun range. All I know is I must give them a macho feeling to walk around carrying that gun that no one ever sees and they never pull out. That's simple. But we've been bullshitted. We've been bullshitted by the NRA and the gun manufacturers to think, well, this is a constitutional right, and you can't take a constitutional right away from the people. Well, let me tell you something about the constitutional right. 
I think the Supreme Court was wrong when they decided uh, the decision, saying it's you know it's, it's you have a right to own guns. It's a constitutionally guaranteed right, uh, and to carry them, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and I think so for this reason. I'm a retired lawyer. I'm going to talk like a lawyer for a minute. Read the Second Amendment. It's very short, four or five lines, and there's a comma in there, and. Put yourself back in the days of the revolution into the 1780s. We didn't have an army. We didn't have a mili- We didn't have anything. If there was going to be a war, you called your neighbors out. It was a militia. You put little groups of people together, and they brought their guns. These were their hunting guns. Okay, these were some sort of a rifle, which were their hunting guns, uh, because we knew or our government knew when we bring people together to fight as an army, we, we're not manufacturing guns for them any place. We'll never get, get the guns out in time. And we wanted them to know they could bring their gun with them and they could maintain a gun on a personal basis because, so it could be used for purposes of fighting against an enemy of this country. Somehow the Supreme Court got screwed up and says, oh, no, oh, no, that you have the right. You have the right to keep a gun in your home. You have a right to have a gun to protect yourself, and I don't buy it. Now, the decision isn't that old. What is it, 30 years old now, 20 years old? But what happens is this. The court, the Supreme Court, changes its mind. Remember that the Constitution is a breathing, living document. It blends and grows with the times. Now, if that wasn't the case, blacks would still be slaves. Don't forget the Supreme Court said in the Dred Scott decision that blacks were slaves, <laughs> okay? But yet, they were, as a result of another amendment in the Civil War, they're not slaves. Whoever thought there would be same-sex marriage? It was against the law. Now we have same-sex marriage. My point being, things change with time, and even short periods of time. And I believe if this case ever hits the Supreme Court again, a gun case, and I believe one will in the next five to ten years, basically pursuing and pushing the argument that I've set forth here, that the court didn't hear the last time. And the court may reverse itself, and I will tell you why. There is one ingredient, and we'll go into the next court argument, that wasn't in the one that decided in favor of guns being permitted. And that is these mass shootings and killings which have been going on in this country too long since that decision. Very simple. The court takes these extraneous things into into their minds in arriving at a conclusion. They may say they don't, but they do. They take what's going out there on the streets, what is happening, and it motivates their decisions, and I believe all these killings will motivate the next decision on the issue. Now let's go to Saudi Arabia. Uh, love it. <laughs> you know, let's start this way. Saudi Arabia, we see these, the kings, the princes. Uh, they got all this money. They got all this oil. Uh, they, they defecate on everybody. Uh, they urinate on everybody. They've been doing whatever they wanted all these years, maybe 30 years, 40 years, because they got all that oil. They were never really kings or princes. They don't come from generation after generation uh, where somebody was a king and they have descendants and so forth. A family got together and took over the country 30, 40 years ago, and they said, you're king and the rest of us are princes. Okay? Very simple. And what's happened now is this. Uh, There's been an overthrow of the government, first silently and now violently. 
uh, oh, two or three weeks ago, it was announced that a 32-year-old prince was now becoming king. He had taken over as king, 32 years old. It was announced yesterday that he has had arrested, okay, the former king, a slew of princesses, uh, and a slew of very wealthy Saudi Arabians, 49 in number. And he has said the following. He has said, our concern is Iran. We've been worrying about the Middle East all these years, and now Saudi and Arabia and Iran are going to knock each other out. They're going to go to war eventually. It's coming, okay? Both have money. Both hate each other. Both want to run the Middle East. Uh, wild. This whole thing's wild. The other thing is this. He's 32, the new king. Did you know that 70% of the people in Saudi Arabia are under the age of 30? I repeat, 70% of the people in Saudi Arabia are under the age of 30. And he has also said, this is baloney. The women, we got to give the women all the rights. The women are going to get all the rights. He has also told the clerics already, you know, who say we've got... You know, the Koran, we've got to interpret it strongly. He's told the religious groups, back off, fellas. You're not going to be as firm under my government, under my administration, as you have in the past. So there's change coming. He's a revolutionary at heart. He's got the people behind him. Seventy percent of them think like him. And that's what is going to happen there. Now, along with that, let me tell you about, let me introduce you to Sophia Robot. Sophia Robot. Uh, now, who's Sophia Robot? I couldn't understand why this happened. This happened about three or four weeks ago, two weeks before this new king took over. Two weeks before this new king took over. Now, we know up to that time and up to this time, Saudi Arabia has been tough on women, make them wear the burqa, cover their body. They can't drive unless they got somebody in the, the car as a relative with them, a male, generally a father or a brother, because you send them out in the car alone, they're going to get in trouble sexually. Uh, they've had extremely limited voting rights, picky and small, and only got them in the last few years. There was a conference in Radia, Southern, South, I'm sorry, Saudi Arabia, the Future Investment Initiative Conference. I repeat, Future Investment Initiative Conference. And so Sophia, Sophia, I guess you'll understand why I screw up with her name. It's amusing. Sophia was at that, at that meeting, and here's what happened with her. Number one, Sophia is a female robot. She was on the Internet. Magnificent, beautiful, absolutely beautiful, a gorgeous woman, dressed Western style. She was interviewed. She was questioned by different people. She carried on a, she's a robot. She carried on a conversation with them with articulate, intelligent responses. She's a robot. Uh, her hair was well done. Now, the look at her, she don't look human. She looks close to human. You can tell there's maybe a doll here. But in every other respect, she was fine. Now, at the conference... The prince or the king, whoever was running it, gave her a document that gave Sophia Robot full rights of citizenship, full rights of citizenship, which means the same rights that men had, not the women. And you have to understand, this is the first robot that ever got full rights of citizenship. This is the first female of any kind that got full rights of citizenship. And this is also the first foreigner 
whoever got full rights of citizenship. In effect, she was born in Hong Kong. She was manufactured, designed, developed by a company called Hanson Robotics uh, in Hong Kong, so she is considered a foreigner. And under and they recognized her a foreigner, but gave her full rights of citizenship. Now, to me at the time, it sounded very hypocritical because a for real human female don't have the rights this woman has now, this robot. And uh, she can do anything she wants, but the other women can't. But now with the revolution, this calm, quick revolution that happened in the last 48 hours where 49 princes and rich people have been arrested and thrown in jail. Some are going to be killed. They've been charged with corruption. They're gone. They're going to be gone. Uh, even if they live, they won't have any influence. It's a new day, and part of the new prince's program is to give rights to women that they heretofore have not had. Interesting story, Sophia the Robot. Let me say something else about robots quickly. Oh, maybe two or three months ago on this show, uh, and I wrote about this too in my morning blog, I talked about I've been talking about robots. As those of you who follow me every week know frequently I talk about them because they're here and they're the coming thing and they're taking over jobs by the millions in effect. Uh, and that, there was an interesting thing that a, a robot was being developed, male and female robots, uh, to be sex partners. Uh this isn't the blow-up doll some people buy in an adult bookstore. Uh, this was, they look human. They had skin of humans. This is what they're working on. They will look and feel like a human. Uh, they talk. <laughs> they talk. Uh, they whisper in your ear, I love you. Uh, you say something to them. How does that feel? Oh, that feels good. I kid you not, my friends. It's being developed now, and they'll have it on the market probably next year. They've got to be very expensive. Uh, and it's just as if you have a human woman or a woman has a human man. And they're doing all kinds of things with robots, and that's another example. Okay, now we're going to – where am I going next here? Oh, this is interesting. I want to talk about money for a minute. A new study has come out. 78% of the people in the United States are paycheck to paycheck. Our workers are pay, our families are paycheck to paycheck. 78% of them. Doesn't that surprise me, even though the market's so good? And 71% of our, our, our people are in debt. Now you say, how can this be? I mean, the market's at its highest level it's ever been. Uh, jobs are going up and up. They're not good paying jobs. They're garbage jobs, but at least they're available. But they aren't the thirty-five, fifty-dollar an hour jobs. They're the seven dollars and fifty cents an hour to ten dollar an hour jobs. But they're jobs. Okay, now, uh, now we've got a tax bill coming up, a new tax bill, a new tax plan. And if you watch television, I'm sure you do, you see advertisements where a middle-class woman or a low economic-class woman would say, I, "I'm, I'm." the middle class, and we've got to have something done with our tax laws. We need a new tax bill. And what the Republicans are setting forth, what Trump is setting forth, it's a bill that's going to save the middle class money. Finally, someone's worried about the middle class. Crack of shit. 
excuse the way I describe it, absolute lie, because I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> this new tax bill that's going to come out, this new tax plan, rather, that's coming up, is going to tax people differently and in a worse fashion than it's going to tax the big companies, okay? This is a bill written for the rich at the detriment. This is a plan written for the rich at the detriment of the poor. Don't kid yourself. The Republicans are trying to sell the people something that is not true. No, it's going to benefit not the top 5%, not the top 1%, the top half a percent. The real wealthy companies and the real wealthy individuals are going to make a killing. But this one, you know, we're going to save you $1,200 a year. How do they know? They're just estimating a salary and a family of four, et cetera, et cetera. It ain't going to work. You may save a few hundred dollars, but it ain't going to work. And with inflation that comes a little bit at a time, that's going to be wiped out in three to five years, that minimal savings. So don't buy what they're selling you. It's not for real, okay? All right. Now, let me talk about Donald Trump's budget, not the new tax plan. I'm going to talk about the budget that Congress hasn't approved yet, okay? We keep pushing things along. I want to talk about the effect Trump's budget that has not been approved yet is going to have on the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service. You may not care about the IRS. I don't care about the IRS. I hate the IRS. I hated paying taxes all those years, big taxes. But that's the way it goes. Anyhow, there are cuts in Trump's budget this year that hasn't been passed yet. Uh, that could delay refunds. Hear what I just said. Because of Trump's budget, you who are going to get refunds are not going to get them. It's going to take, you're going to get them, but it's going to take longer, and here's why. Uh, the technology, the computers the IRS uses are old. They haven't been updated. It's called, described as catastrophic technology, always breaking, breaking down, and this is going to delay 100 million taxpayers from getting their refunds timely. Now, who says this? Not Lewis. The present IRS commissioner who is leaving, his name is John Kashinen, K-O-S-H-I-N-E-N. He said the electronic systems are very old, and I'm going to give you how old in a second, because of constant budget cutting over the years of the IRS. They have not had the money to keep their, their technology updated. 64%, I repeat, 64% of the information technology hardware systems, that's what it's called, their computers, information technology hardware systems, are aged, so aged, they're out of warranty. <laughs> it's hard to get them repaired. You pay extra and got to go, you know, to the guy in the store down in the corner, not the IBM. 22% of the software, the IRS software production, okay, is two or more releases behind. It means they haven't bought the updates for their software packages. Uh, and that's not good either. Now, as a result, there's going to be a technology breakdown, the commissioner says, and I quote him. It is not a question of whether, simply a question of when. It is not a question of whether, simply a question of when. 
Now, there are other budget cuts problems. You can't keep cutting a department, okay? Since 2010, 20,000 full-time IRS employees have been let go. 20,000. That sounds like a lot. This includes 7,300, 7,300 key enforcement workers, the people that chase you if you don't pay your tax timely or cheat on your taxes, uh, which means this past year we are auditing the fewest returns in 14 years. I say terrific, and you probably say it too, but it's not the way to run the shop. It's not the way to run the business. Uh, Now we're going to have a new tax bill. Uh, We're going to have tax reformation. Now I'm getting away from the budget on the same issue. Uh, And there's a problem in implementing the new tax bill that will be passed. The Republicans say hopefully by the end of December, the president signs into law. Because if any of its new provisions are made retroactive to 2018, which is two years since, uh, because by the time they print this up and everything, it doesn't go into effect immediately. For the 2018 tax filing year, 2018 tax filing year, the computer system can't handle the implementation. It's got to buy all new hardware and software. It costs money. They keep cutting the budget. On one hand, he's cutting the budget, Trump, this year, and his tax budget. And in the new law, they're going to do all these things. It's going to require more sophistication, new machinery, and new software. Now, I want to tell you why... We're in the position where we fell behind in keeping our machinery and software up to date with the IRS. And this country has all kinds of financial problems. I talked about this a year ago, and it wasn't that you know, I came to this brilliant deduction. The president of China said, the problem the United States has, it's been in too many wars since 2000. Too many wars since 2000. Do you see China getting involved in a lot of wars? They mind their own business. They improve their manufacturing process. They update their their means of production. But he said they go to too many wars. They're, They're spending their money on wars, and they're not putting the money into the operation of the government. And that's very true, and that's what's happening as yet. Just think about it. In 2001, we had to go to Iraq, or whatever the year, two, three, we had to go to Iraq. Bush one, two wanted to go. Every president since Bush two is guilty of the same thing. Too many wars. And Trump wants to get us into more wars. Mm-hmm. All right. Crocodiles. We got crocodiles here in Key West. Uh, oh, about three weeks ago it was reported that someone, this was after the hurricane, was swimming off the White Street Pier, Higgs Beach. And he was in three feet of water snorkeling. And guess what he saw? Face to face, a sick under the water, a six-foot crocodile. He went one way, the crocodile went the other. Uh, and it's been reported by others as a crocodile there. Now, we had no crocodiles here ten years ago. All of a sudden, we hear three or four a year, we got crocodile spottings. Yesterday, <laughs> I can't believe what I'm going to tell you, I was driving down some street in Key West, uh, which is near Wetlands, and there was a new sign up. It was yellow with black print. Beware of crocodiles. We now have signs up in Key West. Beware of crocodiles. I want to talk about the Russian Revolution. Today, this day, is the 100th anniversary of the Russian Revolution. Okay? Now, let me talk about the Russian Revolution. Uh, 
there were two revolutions, both in the same year, because you had two sets of Bolsheviks. You had the whites and the reds. The whites took over first in, in 1917, on February 17th. The whites came into power. They were headed by John Kerensky. Let me say quickly, John Kerensky, he didn't last long. He lasted about six months. Then he had to get the hell out of Russia because they were going to kill him if they caught him. He went to England, then went to New York. I was fortunate to have him as a professor in two courses I took. He was teaching at Columbia University, and the two courses I took from the first president of the Russian Revolution, John Kerensky, was two courses on the Russian Revolution. Can't be better, folks. Anyhow, he lasted, I said, about six months because on November 7th, 1917, Lenin took over. The Reds, the Red Bolsheviks, the Whites, the Reds, the Reds took over, and they have, in effect, stayed in power, though they're no longer the Soviet Union, but Putin was a communist. It's, it's, it's really, in effect, the same people. Now, Putin is not having any demonstrations. Uh, he, he's not displaying any big deal. We're 100 years old. God bless Lenin and everything. He's trying to suppress political freedoms. Okay? He's got opposition. He could lose an election next year. He's had people killed and arrested. And he does not want to encourage or plant in the minds of the present-day Russians the thought of revolt. And for that reason, he's not celebrating the 100th anniversary of the successful Soviet revolution. Now, I want to talk about Donald Trump very quickly and Senator Paul Rand. What happened to Senator Paul Rand is absolutely terrible. He's cutting the grass. A neighbor comes over who's a doctor also, broadsides him. He doesn't even know the guy's coming to hit him. He falls down. He breaks five ribs, and three of those fractures are displaced. This happened to me once. Uh, I, I had it was in an accident, though. Pain. This guy's going to have pain for months. He can't cough. He can't laugh. It's horrible. <laughs> and, uh, of course, his neighbor, doctor, got arrested. Uh, now, why would somebody do this? One, one neighbor to another, one doctor to another. No one said what it's about, but the paper, in effect, indicates it was a minor bullshit disturbance between the two of them. had nothing to do with politics. I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why there's a lot of craziness in this country today. Donald Trump encouraged it when he was running in the primaries and he was running for president. You know, throw that one out. Anybody who wants to hit anybody, I'll pay their legal bills. You can't do that. You can't encourage that type of activity by the people because if the president says to do it, there are enough fruits out there that are going to do it. And even this doctor, as well-educated as he was or is, is a fruit. Now... Where am I? i got about three minutes. Let me tell you about post-Irma depression. We have post-Irma depression here. Uh, it's a traumatic shock. It's, it's, it's a problem. A problem. They had it after Katrina, too. And it's simple. People lose their homes or they have to leave and come back two weeks later and find their homes in bad shape, have to repair. They have no place to work, uh, live. They have no place to work. You know, play restaurants. Little mills, they can't, they didn't open. They were blown apart, too. They got to repair before they work. They're not getting paid. Their treasured belongings, their kids' pictures, uh, their wedding pictures, their mom and dad pictures, they're gone. So they have no money. They don't know what to do. A lot of people are leaving Key West, for example, now. 
And this is pressure. This is pressure, and the medical community here in the Florida Keys, all over Florida, is experiencing an increase in post-traumatic depression. People are getting blown out mentally because of the uh, of Irma. Now, if not dealt with, this problem can last for years. Uh, and uh, Katrina had this problem down in New Orleans. They had the number, the highest number of depression cases treated one year after Katrina, okay, than they ever had in the history of New Orleans. And the other problem was during that one year following Katrina, the highest number of suicides ever in New Orleans, and this kind of stuff can lead to suicide. And in a lot of people, it doesn't show up for quite a while. The, there's grief counseling being provided. The number is 1-800-985-5990. I repeat, grief counseling, 800-985-5990. It's a real problem. Even the insurance companies, the health insurers, have numbers you can call. Their insurance can call uh, so they can help them deal with the problem. Okay. That's the show for this week. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff going on. A lot of sad stuff. I, I wish we did. I don't think this is normal, the things we talk about. I, I wish we had a return to normalcy or close to normalcy, whatever that may be. Uh, I'm doing a live video. I've told you this before, and I'd like to repeat it if you don't mind. I'm doing a live video every day on Facebook. Just one video, three minutes, four minutes, sometimes five or six minutes. One issue, whatever, I sit down. I sit down with my cell phone in front of me. I don't know what I'm going to say when I sit down, and something strikes me, and it's an issue of today. And I talk about it, and I give you my feeling. I'm trying to give food for thought to, to get people thinking. You will enjoy it, I think, because I'm ranting and raving, and you can see me doing that. Thank you again for joining me this week. I look forward to being with you next week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.